0: you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. Ladies, I trust that you all had just a fantastic weekend and you're ready to be productive for the new week. Now, of course, I'm just getting back and getting into the swing of things after my hubby swept me away for a surprise uh, trip to Cancun, Mexico. And so, of course, um, it was a wonderful trip. We had a fabulous time. And I am so thankful to technology because I was able to broadcast the show without any interruption on last Monday. And so for those of you that listen to the show A big, big thank you. And, of course, this week I'm so excited. We've got a great lineup for you. Now, as you know, our theme all this month is growing your business with gratitude. We're often so busy, you know, trying to generate new customers and clients that we do forget about being grateful. We do forget about being consistent with our communications with our clients. And one of the things that I think that we forget about the most is indeed our current clients, because I believe in the 80-20 rule. What about you? That that rule says that 80% of your business can come from 20% of your current customers and clients. I believe that's absolutely true. However, there are some key things that have to happen and be put in place in order for that to, to really pay off, right, and for your clients to know that you're appreciating them. It, it re- first requires you to be a very consistent person in communicating, right, and it requires you also to make sure that you have put systems in place so that certain things don't fall through the cracks with your current clients and that you're always in communication with them. So growing your business with gratitude, of course, is all about being thankful and showing your appreciation to the ones who helped you to be successful in the first place. And of course, that does include God as well right so as we look at the power of thankfulness during this month we also must look at what we are thankful for again in our lives as well thankful for our business thankful for the ability to have vision to have ideas thankful for our strength, thankful for our health, thankful for all of the things that allow us to be the business women that we are. And of course, always thankful for those things that we have and thankful for those things that are to come that are going to shape and form us into successful business women. Now on our lineup today, of course, I'm going to talk about the five questions of business leadership. And then, of course, I'm going to read an excerpt from our featured book, The Motivation Manifesto, Eliminating Self-Oppression. I think you ladies will find this particular excerpt very interesting. And then, of course... I will be giving you um, more ways to show your gratitude in business, of course, which is very, very important. And I have a couple of prizes to give away to you today as well. So I'm very, very excited uh, that all of you are here with us. This is such a good time right now to either, you know, flash over on another line if you're only calling in from your telephone and let someone know, hey, jump on the Successful Woman radio show. I think you'll really enjoy it. You know, check it out. If you have a pen in hand, the show dial-in number is 347-637-2589. Again, that number is 347-637-2589. And, of course, if you're listening from um, Blog Talk Radio, the actual player online, you know, then go to your favorite social media platform and just drop a link of that of that page um, and you will be able to share the show. So for those of you who are fast typers and you want to just type in the URL in your social media, it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash Woman radio. Again, blogtalkradio.com Slash successful woman radio so glad that you guys are here with me this morning i i am so grateful for so many things All year long. Um, But I'm sure all of us who are able to listen to this show right now, the one big thing that we are grateful for is that we are all here in spite of COVID-19. You know, that has taken so many lives too soon, too early. Um, But we are here and we need to be grateful for that, right? Uh, Because again, COVID is still out there. And I want to remind all of you to still um, stay sanitized up, right? And to make sure you have your mask on and to make sure that your children um, and people that you know are wearing their mask around you and especially your children, make sure that they're wearing their mask in school. You know, COVID uh, numbers are still crazily going up uh in certain areas of our country, the US of A. And of course I want to play my part for those who are listening to my show to say, hey, let's stay prayed up, let's stay safety up, right? And let's stay masked up. That's so very, very important. Um, as I've said before, again, our theme all this month is growing your business with gratitude. And this is the mindset as successful business women, this is the mindset that we should continuously be having anyway, right? Absolutely, because it is when you are no longer grateful. It is when you began to feel that your business is bored, that you know, you're tired of doing the same old, same old, that mistakes start to happen. You begin to ignore customers and clients. You begin to not really care about what you put out. And so gratitude is the attitude you need to have 100% of the time in being the CEO for your company. So again, we're going to be reading that excerpt from the Motivation Manifesto, Eliminating self oppression And then, of course, I'm going to be giving you guys more ways to be grateful. uh, And we'll have a couple of prize giveaways today as well. So let's go ahead and get started with five questions of business leadership. Again, this is, um, I think we have maybe about five weeks after today that I'll be reading these five questions of business leadership. So I really want you ladies to try Answering these questions and looking at what the answers will do for you, and, but not only answering them, but taking action from the answers that you've provided to yourself. So here's question number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Ladies, we must keep in mind that we should be the first human beings to tap into our own personal power, right? You know, just imagine your mind like a golden gate. You have the key to it, but then there are others who can don't need a key. They can bust the gate down. They can break into the gate. They can climb over the gate. But you have a key that can easily open the gate. And so what you want to make sure that you do is that you are the first person to enter into the gate of your mind and put greatness within it, right? You can do that in so many ways. Ask yourself, what beliefs and habits do I need to support my vision and my goals? You know, what do I need to look at in the areas of personal development to strengthen myself? And, you know, what affirmations can I create? that are customized and personal to me that are going to help me to prepare my mindset for greatness and stay in that level of greatness at all times. And then here's number two, are my beliefs even in alignment with my vision and my goals? This is something that we constantly have to be thinking about. Now, I share it with many of you that in December, I'm definitely going to be working on Women About Biz um finishing up my strategy, looking at where I'm going for two thousand and twenty two. And one of the things that I have been asking myself is, okay, Trina, take a look at your beliefs. Are there any beliefs that are working against you? That that are there any goals that you've been trying to accomplish for for whatever reason. You might be self sabotaging, you might you might have some issues in that area because your beliefs, whatever the beliefs are that are needed in order for you to move yourself to the next level, you need to be identifying what those beliefs. And then you have to make sure so that there are no conflicts in your mind, you have to make sure that whatever beliefs you say are necessary to support where you're trying to go, make sure they are in alignment with your vision and your goals. So let me just quickly share something about visions. Um, that I have learned. The first thing is is that I don't know who put this rule on a vision that a vision is something that should be seen far off and that uh, it could be 10 years away or 20 years away, um, you know, and and it's so doggone far, most people don't even vision, right? But here's what you need to understand about visualization, about visioning, okay? The thing of it is, is that God himself never put a time limit on vision, you know, And, and we shouldn't either, what we should understand is that we're gonna receive small visions. We're going to receive uh, very tiny, bite-sized visions. And then sometimes we might receive uh, a huge spiritual vision that God has given us, something that he's asking us to do that we may not even really want to do. We may even fight against it a little bit, but it's a huge vision that he has passed us with being the leader of. And then, of course, in business, there is your business vision um, of where you're trying to take your business as well. The thing about Visions that you need to understand, and I say visions with an S because as human beings, we ha- we will have many visions over our lifetimes. Right? The thing you need to know is that visions are not set by time frames, but visions are basically uh, experiences. They are. Um, they are true visions that come from our mind uh, that God allows us to actually have. And they could be tiny visions that need that you decide uh, you put a time frame on it that might be accomplished in 24 hours. Or it could be a larger vision, something that needs to be done in 90 days or 30 days. Or it could be further out like a year, two years, or three years. And then sometimes there may be a huge vision that you have been given that you've had that aha moment moment about, that may take much longer. But the thing that I'm trying to get you guys to understand, right, is that the visions are yours to have. They are your visions. And so you get to decide what your business visions are, what your visions are personally for yourself. You know, you get to decide that. And that's a very important thing to, to understand. But what I do know that's very true is that for every vision that you have, you must have a certain level of belief in order to support that vision. And oftentimes, when we have not accomplished our goals, when there are things that we have not done, um, when when uh, we have we feel that we have procrastinated, we feel that we haven't been successful in a certain area that really didn't mean something to us, a lot of the times it's because our beliefs were not in alignment with that particular vision to support that vision. Because let me tell you something, when you believe in something, when you truly, truly, truly believe in something, you better believe you're going to do whatever it takes to make that happen, to make that work, to get it going. There's no one that really has to push you into doing it because you absolutely believe it, right? And that's very, very important. If somebody right now called you from the bank and told you that you had a million plus dollars laid up in store for you at the bank and all you had to do, was to come and claim it. Bring your birth certificate. Bring your driver's license. Do what you had to do, and uh, you—they told you—but you've got to do it by, let's say, you've got to do it by 10 a.m. Unfortunately, it's 9:30. You—you haven't—you haven't even uh, fully woken uh, up, and you haven't taken your shower. You don't have any clothes on. The bank is about 30 minutes away itself. Uh, what are you gonna do? Now, I asked this question maybe last year and the year before, and I got a lot of people's opinions about it. But what would you do if the bank called you and say, hey, we have a million plus dollars that are going to be deposited in your banking account. However, the, the money has to be claimed by a certain time because somebody is gifting it to you, and you have to claim it by a certain time. And and you realize, oh my gosh, I only have 30 minutes to get to the bank. I don't have on any clothes. I'm looking hot. Man. You know, um, they want me to bring my birth certificate, birth certificate, my driver's license. I don't even know where my birth certificate is. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna kick butt to make it happen, or are you gonna say, well, I don't know uh, where my birth certificate is, and I don't know this or that, and you know, I don't know who would even think about gifting me a million dollars in the first place. I'm not even gonna go. But you call the bank and verify that it was indeed the bank that was calling you, and you still had a lazy attitude about it. Do you think most people would feel that way, or do you think most people would kick butt and go and do whatever it is that they had to do to capture the $1 million, right? Well, we had people answering that question last year, and it was so cute, you know, what people were saying about uh, if the bank called them at 10 a.m., uh, I'm sorry, the bank called them at 9 a.m. and they had to be at the bank or 9.30 a.m. and they had to be at the bank at 10 a.m. And they did, They were just waking up and they needed to bring their birth certificate. They need to bring their driver's license uh, to claim that $1 million. So I want you right now to think about what would you do? Would you claim the $1 million? Would you do whatever you had to do, even if you didn't know where your birth certificate was? What What would you do? What would you do? And so, again, I want you to think about that answer, because I'm going to talk about it a little bit later, and I'm going to ask some of you to share with me what would you do in that particular situation as well. Uh, One thing, I had a couple of people, every year I do have a couple of people ask me this question, so it's kind of custom on the show every year that I give away, give out my a holiday punch recipe. A lot of people ask, are you giving out the holiday punch recipe again this year? Like you can write it down, girl, last year and and, and keep it in your recipe box, right? But I got you. I got your back. I understand. So I'm going to be giving out my holiday punch recipe. And of course, this is Thanksgiving week. Our whole theme this month is growing your business with gratitude. But for those of you who are cooking Thanksgiving dinner, and you want something really good to drink, maybe non-alcoholic, I have got the punch recipe for you. And so of course, I'm going to share that with you in just a little bit as well. Um, I tell you, I cannot make enough of this punch at my house. I mean, I could have I can have three or four gallons of this punch, and I'm, and I'm having to make three or four gallons more because people love it that much. So I'll be sharing that punch recipe with you in just a little bit, okay? Uh, but for right now, we were talking about the five questions of business leadership, and we start off at question number two on my beliefs and alignment with my vision and my goals. Here's number three. What do I want to accomplish by this Friday? Uh, I think this question is very important. And I, I, I will have to say out of all the questions, I think that sometimes we don't take this question serious enough, but it is a very, very important question. Why is that? Because at the beginning of the week, if we identify and know what goals we're trying to accomplish and what we want to happen by Friday then it's easier at the top of the week to go ahead and identify goals that need to support it in order for it to be accomplished in the first place, right? But of those goals, we must always remember the three things that we always have to keep our eye on every single day, right? And that is marketing, how we're attracting people that are coming to us, sales right? We need to be looking at our sales goals, and then we need to be looking at how we are generating new leads for our business. Very, very key. Without those three things, you don't have a business quite yet, okay? And I just have to keep it real and personal with you on that. Here's number four. How can I be an asset to my business right you know it's time that you become the ambassador for your business it's time for you to start seeking out new collaborations and stop worrying about uh, competition so much and start looking at people who are going places doing things and looking at how you might collaborate right and then ask yourself am i leading my pilot team because Being an asset to your business means that you have a power team put in place. And then lastly, number five is, am I investing in myself and my business? Are you investing in your health and wellness? Are you even investing in marketing and advertising your business? Have you set a budget? And last but not least, and number five is, do you have a personal development plan? Are you working with a coach? You know, and so again, it's at this time that I want to let you ladies know that I have a few spots still open for you to schedule your power talk session. So if you haven't scheduled your power talk, well, it's not my fault because you know me, I've been reminding you guys and, and asking those of you who have not had a free power talk coaching session to go ahead and get it scheduled in there because I won't be doing it in the month of December, right? very, very key for you to remember that. So there you have it, ladies, five questions of business leadership. I pray that you will take these questions, ask them of yourself, and and it, that these questions will help you to hone in and strengthen your skills as the CEO of your business. Again, for those of you that are new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. I see that we have a packed board. Uh, thank you so much for dialing in. Wow, all of you dialed in. Thank you so very, very much, okay? Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income that you desire. So do me a favor. Mark your calendar recurrently for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern, and be empowered with the information that you can be able to put to use right away every day. In your business and again for those of you who are longtime listeners or listeners to the show don't forget that you can listen to our previous broadcast you can go to womenaboutbiz.net click on podcast and the and the blog top player is right there for you on the right hand column for you to um, listen to any of the previous shows okay so if you're wanting to get more ideas on growing your business with Gratitude, then all you have to do is just go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast and click play. You can do it from your phone or you can do it from your laptop, right? Now, if you have, um, iTunes or a podcast, uh, for Apple, and, and you have access to that on your iPhone, then you can also look up Successful Woman Radio and and follow me, and then it will remind you when new shows are available, right? And then if you have Android, you can download the app Stitcher, S- dot com. You can download Stitcher uh, from the App Store on Android, and then you can look up Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, and mark it as your favorite, and it will be there at your fingertips as well. So there are three ways to listen to the show. So if you've missed any of our shows, then please uh, feel free to go and listen at some of our previous shows, and I think that you will get very, very encouraged from them. It's 1222 after the hour. And you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show, and I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. Again, I want to remind all of you, if you haven't already, go ahead, hurry up. We're running out of time this month. It's the last month this year that you'll be able to claim your free coaching session. So go ahead and get that taken care of by going to womenaboutbiz.net. Once you're right there on the homepage, all you have to do is just literally – um you know, scroll down just midway on the front page and you'll see free coaching session just for you. Okay. So, and then you can schedule, you can schedule your coaching session. So that's very, very important. So I want to remind you guys about that. Hey, I also want to remind you, I've got a a article on the women about biz blog you click blog on the womenaboutbiz.net website that's talking about how irs is now tracking payment apps right and i have a full article there and i want you guys to make sure that you read it um it's talking about how how irs is cracking down on payments made uh through apps like venmo cash app paypal and others and um again those apps all of those apps in coming up in 2022 are now going to be actually reporting anyone that receives more than 600 or more dollars on those apps. They're going to be reporting that, right? And so, okay, what does this mean for you? How, what does this mean? Well, see, the federal government says that anytime you receive money, $600 or over, it's possible that it's going to be taxable. It just depends on how much money you've made for the entire year. But if you've been flying up under the radar and you have not been reporting certain monies that you have not been making, um, you know, just, hey, take notes, be very very careful and make sure that you have good bookkeeping in place because I think that the IRS is getting ready to do more audits than ever before coming up in 2022. So you want to be careful about that. Um, So what I've provided for you in the article are five ways to better prepare for reporting your taxes, and hopefully you guys will go and take a look at that article located in our blog section, Um, and it's entitled IRS Now Tracking Payment Apps. Also, don't forget I have two other wonderful articles for you to take note of, five holiday promotion ideas uh, for the savvy businesswoman, and then five ways to market your business during the holiday season. So again, all of that is there for you. And I had a few people that uh, were asking me about the online business ideas for moms. That is also in our blog. And so again, seven online business ideas for moms right there in our blog for you to read. And uh, if you'd like to know how to get to our blog from the website, again, go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on the word blog in the top menu, and it'll take you right there. I think you'll find some very, very interesting articles that I have there uh, on our blog at the at the site. So I just wanted you guys to definitely know about that. If you haven't joined as a member of Women About Biz Ladies, we have a wonderful free membership that really gets you acclimated to everything and allows you to read the articles. And it also helps you to just kind of feel your way through Women About Biz and to know whether or not you'd like to be a part of Women About this and other ways uh, through our silver membership or our gold VIP membership. So again, you first start off simply by becoming a free member, clicking on join today and becoming a member. I'm so excited that you guys are here. I, I want to read for you um, something from our book of the month, Motivation Manifesto. And uh, I read it and I really took to heart something that it was talking about, which was self-oppression. Now, keep in mind, there are nine declarations to claim your personal power um, in this particular book, and I really, really am very excited um, for you guys to read this book and to take a yellow highlighter and to highlight the various areas that the author, Brandon Burchard, is talking about, but he gives us nine um, declarations of personal freedom that we need to be taking a look at uh, for our personal power, and this whole book is talking about really about letting go and really allowing yourself to be the successful person that you know you can be and to get out of your own way, which is so very important, right? So I want to read to you an excerpt from the personal freedom section of the book. He talks about self-oppression. You guys pay attention to this. Listen up. He says, unfortunately, most oppression comes not from others, but from a source we least suspect, ourselves. Self-oppression is the condition of letting our own negative thoughts and actions restrict us. It's an inside job of burdening of our spirit by incessant doubt, worry, fear, and distraction. None of us want to be the cause of our own failure in life, and yet most often we are. It is our own inept thinking, our own bad habits that rip the vibrancy from life. We are the ultimate oppressors of our own happiness. Self oppression is evident whenever we limit ourselves. We stay home instead of going out because we are too anxious to explore. We procrastinate on an important assignment or exciting adventure because we cannot overcome our uncertainty. We fool ourselves into thinking that things must be perfect before we release our art into the world when the clear reality is we're just too undisciplined to get things done. We lie to ourselves, break our own resolutions, allow our dreams to slide away without grasping at them, it is not clear to us that we can be our own worst enemy, but we can also be our own saviors. Through the active expression of our genuine nature and the steady efforts to master our minds and move our lives forward, we finally, after all this time, can experience the freedom and joy that we deserve in life. This is why we seek personal growth to be free from the pain we cause ourselves to make better choices, to feel better about who we are becoming, to act more confidently in social situations, and to unleash our full creativity and contributions into the world in order to make our highest difference. The author goes on to say that gaining personal freedom in this sense is letting go of any self-doubt and self-loathing and allowing ourselves permission to be our unique powerful authentic selves. It is in freeing ourselves and ladies please listen at this because this is so key. It is in freeing ourselves to be present and genuine in life that we find trust and confidence in ourselves, that we grow and master and realize our highest selves, that we find authentic joy in our interactions and experiences in the world that we feel motivated and liberated. He says, indeed, the telltale signs that someone is free and healthy are genuineness and growth. Aware of these things, we must have responsibility and courage to think for our own selves, to ask, are my ambitions, attentions, affections, and actions truly of my own choosing? Am I being genuine self in the world and pursuing things that deeply matter to me? Am I opening myself to change and challenges so that I can stretch and grow into my full potential? This kind of diligence, he says, reminds us that personal power is directly tied to personal responsibility, which most people tend to avoid. Some might hope that freedom means we can give up or release responsibilities from our lives, but nothing could be further from the truth. The thinking goes, if I am free, shouldn't I be free from all responsibilities? However, he says, personal freedom is not liberty to finally indulge in whatever passing moves or inclinations that strike our fancy. It doesn't mean we can act on every fast need to be cruel to others around us when we feel like it or take whatever we want whenever we want. or even act as an irresponsible buffoon simply because it would be fun or pleasurable in the moment. All this would be merely slavery to unconscious impulse and compulsion. The author says freedom requires responsibility to choose who we are above and beyond our immediate impulses, needs, and social pressures so that we can genuinely the type of person we want to be and live the life we truly want to live and leave the legacy we desire. So he says if we are not free to choose our character and conduct and legacy, then we are controlled by something else. Thus, we are lacking freedom. And if we are not responsible for our beliefs and behaviors, then guess what? Someone else or something is. Thus, again, we are slaves. And so the great demand is clear. We must be conscious and responsible for our beliefs and behaviors if we are ever to truly be free. Just as freedom does not mean the release of responsibility, it also does not necessarily mean the absence of struggle. To be sure, we all crave to be free from pain and limitation, but our quest for personal freedom is more complex. Yes, we want to release ourselves from pain, but paradoxically, we don't mind adding discomfort to our lives in order to stretch ourselves, to grow, to make a difference. We'll we'll accept pain for gain, which is why we'll push our bodies so hard to become stronger and faster. Why we'll rise early despite fatigue to care for someone we love. Why we'll sacrifice our time to help those in need and why we'll suffer through what is not right for a period of time to more sooner have what is right. Thus, personal freedom, he says, is more than just being free from pain. It is about being free to live, to truly enjoy, and expand in life. It is not merely freedom from bad things that limit us, but freedom to experience good things that awaken us. And I just read this from the Motivation Manifesto. How beautiful is that? And I read from the section Self-Oppression. And so, again, the author is talking about the fact that oftentimes while there are many people that oppress us, we basically oppress ourselves more than anybody else. We hold our own selves back. So, ladies, why do you think I have the, you know, the five questions of leadership? Why do you think that number one in the five questions of leadership is have you prepared your mind for greatness? And why do you think I'm constantly letting you guys know that you should be the first person to tap into your own mind, your own personal power. I let you know these things, ladies, because I have personally experienced what it's like to self-sabotage. I have personally experienced losing a million dollars. I have personally experienced um, all of the failures that people could experience in business and then have to climb the mountain all over again. and I know what that feels like. And so again, I want you ladies to understand as we as we put closure to this year and move into a new year. I need you to understand that success is yours for the taking. Your treasure, your millions. Whatever it is that you desire and purpose your heart for is laying right there for you to claim it. The question is, is that will you uh, self-oppose things on yourself? Will you sabotage yourself? Will you not be the leader so that you never are able to claim the things that you want? So it's only a commitment away. It's only a commitment away for you to step up, and truly be the leader that you need to be for your business, motivate yourself, tap into your own personal power, and be the successful businesswoman that you desire to be. It's yours. It's yours for the taking, and nobody else or no one else can take this from you. This this is the one thing that I have learned. You don't have to worry about competition. You don't have to worry about the lack of capital, the lack of resources, all of those things that we normally call out as to why we aren't as successful in our business. You don't have to worry about all those things. Why? It's because those are the least of your worries. You know what you need to worry about? You need to worry about yourself. You need to worry about sabotaging yourself. You need to worry about fears that are embedded in your subconscious mind that are fighting and working against what it is that you want in life. That's what you really need to be worried about, right? Because there is nothing like being your own worst enemy in having what it is that you want and purpose in life, but there are things holding you back. So you better believe that you have the key to be a very great woman. You have the key to be a very successful woman. So it is truly time for you to take off your shoes of fear, put on your shoes of courage, and step beyond your comfort zone, my sister, because therein lies your true success. When you say in spite of the fears, when you say in spite of the the, the weaknesses and despite of the things that I'm not necessarily strong in, in spite of those things, I will step out, I will achieve. I will be the businesswoman that I desire to be. It's just that simple. And then don't look back, but move forward and do do those things no more that hold you back. It's as simple as that. But of course, it's the most simple of things in life that sometimes become the hardest things to tackle, right? And so that's why we're here at Successful Woman Radio. That's why I'm here to coach you. Um, I I can help you. And so again, if you have not had your free coaching session with me, what are you waiting for? Don't try to get perfect. Don't try to say, well, I'm not ready. I got to get prepared to talk with Coach Trina. I've got to get my act together. Girl, don't you know it's when you don't have your act together that somebody can help you more? very, very, very important. And so I want to remind you of that. 12.38 after the hour, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby. I'm your host and business success coach. So excited to be here with you today. Okay, so I want to go ahead right now, before I forget, I want to give you guys my famous holiday punch recipe, okay? Um, The one that you know, you got to make sure you have enough of it on hand, because trust me, people will be asking you for it. Okay, so I'm going to give you the basic recipe. So I'm going to say start off, you have for each serving, this will serve probably about, depending on the size of the cups or glasses you have, this might serve between you know, 10 to 15 people. So two cans of dull pineapple juice. Make sure you buy name brand because I've tried generic and it don't work, okay? Two cans of dull pineapple juice, okay? Not a bottle. Two cans of dull pineapple juice. Make sure you shake the can briskly to make sure that um, it's mixing up right. And then you want two cans of frozen cranberry juice, okay? Two cans of frozen cranberry juice. Then you want two um you want to use either swipes ginger ale or Canada dry ginger ale okay now I'm I'm telling you if you get the generic generic ginger ale you're not gonna be happy with the outcome compared to the, the recipe that I'm giving you. So two swipes or Canada dry ginger ale, right? And then um you wanna have one bag of ice. That's very important. And you might want to buy um, one can of fruit cocktail in the heavy syrup, okay? Listen up. I'm going to tell you how to mix it together, okay? And then you want to use, um, you want to have probably like a fourth cup of agave, okay, of of agave syrup, or you can use a fourth cup of sugar, but agave is preferred, Okay. So here we go. So what you may want to do, start off with your first batch, okay, because this recipe I'm giving you is like for two batches of punch. So your first batch of punch is You take a can, you first take your one can of frozen cranberry juice and you pour it over your ice. So you're going to need a large glass pitcher or a punch bowl. Okay. So you put your ice in the punch bowl or the pitcher uh, and fill the ice up to like maybe halfway and then pour the frozen cranberry juice over the ice. Okay. So you might take it out of the freezer for just a few minutes. Then you are then going to pour in one briskly shaken can of dull pineapple juice, okay? And then from there, you're also going to add one bottle of the ginger ale, okay? Now, you're going to stir it really good, stir it briskly, get it really icy cold, and then add a fourth cup of agave nectar, okay? Agave is spelled A-G-A-V-E. It's a syrup, okay? A natural sweetener, okay? But the sugar will... Because it's already cold, the sugar. If you use white sugar, it's just gonna go down into the punch and maybe not mix well. So agave nectar is a is a, a nectar. It's a syrup, like kind of like honey. Don't use honey, but I'm saying it's kind of like that, and it mixes well with cold beverages. Okay, so brisk everything together, and then add a um, take your um, cranberry juice can and fill it with water and add that water to the punch and then stir it briskly again. And girl, I'm telling you, this punch is so good. Now, to spike it up, you can add um, a half a can of fruit cocktail to the punch along with some cinnamon and nutmeg, and you will absolutely fall in love. It's really, really good. Um, and you you can put um cinnamon sticks in there. there are several things that you can do to spice up the punch, but the original recipe is just good by itself, but some people add a half a can of fruit cocktails and then of course, I've given you a recipe enough for two batches, so when you make your second batch, you're just gonna do the same thing all over again. But honey, let me tell you every time I have this holiday punch i'm I normally have to buy like six cans. I have to triple this recipe because people are drinking it that much, right? And so everybody loves the holiday punch recipe. So try it and you'll absolutely love it. And hopefully you guys are planning to have a beautiful, beautiful Thanksgiving holiday with your family and your friends. And even if you're gonna be going to some friend's house, Just take the ingredients to the punch with you if you want to contribute something and make the punch at their house, and they'll be forever thanking you and asking you for the recipe as well. So just to repeat the recipe, two cans of dull pineapple juice, two cans of frozen cranberry juice, two bottles of ginger ale, one bag of ice, one can of fruit cocktail in the heavy syrup, one-fourth cup of agave nectar. Okay. And then of course, I've given you enough for two batches. So you're just halving it uh, for each batch that you make. And I know that you will absolutely love it. Enough about that holiday punch, but you guys let me know how it is. So I was sharing with you guys, what would you do? What would you do if your bank called you and say, hey, somebody wants to gift you a million dollars, million plus dollars? And you're like, at first, of course, you probably are thinking that it is a joke, right? You're thinking that it's a joke. Um, but then you call your bank to verify it, and they say, yes, indeed, and we need you up here by 10 a.m., and it's, it's about 9.30 now. You only have 30 minutes to get to the bank, and then they're like, okay, and we need you to bring, like, your driver's license, your Social Security card, and we need you to bring your birth certificate, Right and you're like, okay, I know where my driver's license is. I know where my Social security card is. Oh my gosh, I don't know where my birth certificate is. And I just woke up and I, I don't have my clothes on yet. What would you do? What would you do to claim that million dollars? Now, I need, I just need two people to press star one on their phone and share with me. What would you do with only 30 minutes to get to the bank. The bank's about 30 minutes away. You don't have any clothes on. You got to have your driver's license, your birth stick, all this stuff. And, you, and, and you've and you already verified that it's the bank calling, and somebody wants to gift you a million dollars. What would you do? Would you give up and say, oh, forget it. I'm not going to make it. What would or, or would you claim it? Press star one. Come on, ladies. Help me out. I just need two people. I just want to hear from two people today. Press star one on your phone and let me know, What would you actually do in this particular situation if that came upon you? The bank called you for that. Tell me what you would do. Press star one. Uh, It's uh, 1246 after the hour. We don't have that long before the show is over, so I hope someone will press star one and tell me what would they do. Again, the scenario is that the bank calls you and says someone wants to gift you a million dollars. It's, it's, it's like somewhere around 9, 20, 30, and they tell you you got to get to the bank at 10 a.m. You must be there by 10 a.m. They tell you to bring along with you your birth certificate, your driver's license, your Social Security card, and you're thinking in your mind, I know where two of these are, but I don't know where my birth certificate is. Oh, my God, I don't have any clothes on. I still have my pajamas on, and the bank is 30 minutes away. How am I going to do this? How am I going to get there, right? Do you give up? or do you or do you make it happen what do you, what what do you do what would you do in this scenario please press star 1 and let me know what you would do in this particular scenario okay i got someone uh who's willing to share okay uh the last four of your phone number is 8238 uh who am i speaking with hi this is coach liz how are you Hey Coach Liz, what's going on today? How are you? Oh man, out shopping. I've been listening to the show as I've been strolling around Walmart, getting my last minute stuff. Okay. And I okay. just didn't. I felt compelled to call in and okay. answer this question. Oh please do. So what? So what would you do? You only have about thirty minutes to get to the bank, and then they're telling you you got to be there in thirty minutes. You don't have your clothes on yet um and and you don't you can't even figure out in your mind you know you got your driver's license and your social security card but for the life of you you don't even know where your birth certificate is what would you do oh man by any means necessary i would get there i would be driving down the road in my pajamas okay i called you know all boots on the ground everybody in the house you got to help me find this one document because if the lord is trying to get a blessing to me I need to be in the position to be blessed. Okay, so I, I would be trying to do everything to get there. Okay, everything. there you go. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'm with you on that. It's like, okay, uh, I might be tore up Maybe. from the floor up, but I, I'm gonna have to put a coat over <laughs> these pajamas. I'm gonna just have Absolutely. to put a hat on a hat on over these hair rollers or whatever. However, I got my hair, <laughs> have to put a hat on, and I'm just gonna have to walk out of the door, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: That, that's what I'm. I'm going to do whatever is necessary to get there to make to claim that financial blessing, right? And you're right. All Absolutely. boots on the ground. Good, good answer. Good answer. All boots on the ground. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you so much, Coach Liz, for doing that. You've just won a copy oh, well. of the book, The Motivation Manifesto, oh, wow. coming right to you. Okay. Thank you. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. So Coach Lynn say, hey, it's all boots on the ground for her. She's going to call whoever she needs to call or do whatever she has to do. Anybody else want to give their two cents on, you know, if you were gifted a, a million dollars and the bank called you and said, hey, someone just, ca- ca- you know, is gifting you a million dollars, but they want you to meet this deadline of 10 a.m. You got 30 minutes to get to the bank. They want birth certificate, uh, driver's license social security card, you got two of them, you have no idea where your birth certificate is, and and you are tore up from the floor. You're, you still have your pajamas on, rollers in your hair. You you don't even know what you're going to do. What in the world? Are you going to go for it? What, what are you going to do? So again, press star one on your keyboard. Star one on your keyboard and tell me exactly what would you do? Okay. Now, I know some of you are listening. You guys are thinking about it too much. Just press the star one, girl, and tell us what would you do if you were given that financial opportunity and you had to take advantage of it? What would you do? In the meantime, a big thank you to Coach Liz, who won a copy of the book, The Motivation Manifesto. And, you know, again. Now, we've got a packed board, but Coach Liz stepped up to, to the plate. So I believe her when she says, all boots on the ground, we're going to do this thing. I believe her because she's pressing that star one. So if I just need one other person to press star one and to tell me what would you do if given that particular situation, how would you handle it? In the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share with you guys five more ways to show your gratitude uh, you know, for, for your business, right? It's either showing it to your clients or customers or showing it to your business itself, okay? Here's number one. Five more ways to show gratitude. Number one, remember special dates. Let's not forget those special dates, whether it's a birthday, a wedding anniversary, business anniversary, or other celebration dates. You need to make it your business to know what those dates, are Because each month you should be recognizing your clients for either their anniversary, their birthday, their business anniversary date, um, or some other type of anniversary date that's important as it's relevant to your business, right? And so that's, that's very, very key. People remember you when you remember them. Okay, here's number two, give the gift of a book, which is so important. Again, give the gift of a book. There's nothing like contributing to the self and business development of others. So send books to those special customers and clients to let them know how much you appreciate them. As a matter of fact, in the front cover of the book, you may want to go ahead and write out to them some gratitude note just to let them know how much you appreciate them. Here's number three. Make a donation to a special charity. Identify a charity and give a percentage of each purchase to a particular charity. And um, that lets clients know that you, you are very grateful for what you're being given. Very, very key. And then here's number four. Send a personal thank you video. Now, we've talked about you recognizing clients on your social media, showing their pictures in their e- in your e-newsletter, but what about a personal thank you video that you send specifically to your client, right? Goes a long way. And then number five is become the CEO that your business needs. Show your gratitude in the most ultimate way. Ladies, identify weak areas of your leadership in your business and strengthen it by working with a coach, taking courses, reading books to help you be the CEO your business needs. The biggest way to show your gratitude to your business is to be the CEO. CEO that your business needs. So very, very important. I want to encourage all of you as you are going into yet another year is that this is the time to put your big girl panties on and step up to the plate and do something incredible. You know, pursue your life purpose, your goals, make a change. You know, maybe you've decided that, hey, I want a different kind of business. This is not what I want to be doing. Or this year, I'm tired of working this nine-to-five. I want to stop working my nine-to-five and move on into my business full-time. You can do it, but it requires you to get out of your own way. It requires you to not self-sabotage. It requires you not to be a procrastinator. It requires you to take swift and immediate action. It requires you to have unshakable faith in yourself and the belief to know that you are deserving and that you can do it. And that with God, all things are so very possible. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. And so again, I want to encourage you. Okay, so do I have one more person who want to press star one and tell me what they would do in this scenario if the bank called you and told you that you had 30 minutes, like they needed you at the bank at 10 a.m., it's about 9, 9:30. 30. Oh, my gosh, you're saying it takes me 30 minutes to get to the bank. You've got your pajamas on, rollers in your hair. Uh, you've got to come up with your birth certificate, your driver's license, and your tax, um, your, not your tax, but your, your social security card. You know where two of them are, but you, your, your uh, birth certificate, you, you, that's going to be something harder to find. You know you got it, but you just don't know where it is. What would you do? So Coach Liz says, "Baby, it's all boots on the ground for her." She was quick to say that it's all boots on the ground, and I, I'm, I'm sitting to go. I'm, I'm, on, I'm driving down the road, pajamas and all, right? So often, so many times, that's exactly what God is saying to us, and we are ignoring the message, right? So many times in the form of a business vision, God is saying to us, hey, I have a million dollars laid up in store for you. Nobody else can claim it. You need to come and get it. And so many times we feel the spirit within us moving and giving us ideas for business. We feel that we were meant to do something more. We feel that we were meant to have a greater goal in life. We feel that we want to contribute our talent and our potential in another way. We are tired of working that nine to five. And God is saying to you, hey, I have something laid up in store for you, but you must claim it. You must claim it, and what it's going to require of you is for you to be the CEO that it needs you to be. It's going to require you to plan. It's going to require you to be consistent. It's going to require you to do the things necessary to create a successful business. It's going to require these things of you, and it's going to require you not to procrastinate. It's going to require you um, not to self-sabotage yourself. It's going to require you to step up to the plate, move past fear, and be the businesswoman that I know you can be. Will you do it? Will you make it happen for yourself? Because see, every single day that you wake up and you open your eyes, God is saying, I have something in store for you. I have something that I've laid up just for you and nobody else can claim it. And, you know, this one thing, this one piece of wisdom I learned and I hold on to, and that is it doesn't matter who my competition is because nobody is me. God made me individual. He gave me my own success DNA. And I know that if I don't claim what God has laid up in store for me, I can leave this world today, but nobody else will be able to claim it because it wasn't meant for them. So this is how I know, this is how I know that whatever it is that I want to have in life, the only thing that holds me back from having it is me. It's me. This is why I go over with you ladies over and over again about the importance of creating a an incredible mindset of greatness, preparing your mindset for greatness. This is why it's so important, ladies, that you become the CEO that you need to become for your business. This is why. Because what I have learned in this 30 plus years of coaching and being in business is that it doesn't really matter whether you don't have enough money, whether you don't have all the right tools and resources, whether uh, you don't have a business plan together. It doesn't really matter that matters is whether or not you believe in yourself enough to move past all fears, all self-sabotage, all those things that tend to hold us back, whether or not you believe enough to move past your own self to become the successful woman you know that you were meant to be. I know that inside of you, you've been things welled up in you, you've been having feelings of of greatness and knowing that there is more for you to do, but all you've got to do is take the first step to believe in your own self and to move past any self-sabotage, any fear. So again, I challenge all of you, I challenge all of you to claim your greatness, to claim your million dollars, to make things happen. Be grateful for my sisters. Be grateful because God has already made you a millionaire. All you got to do is claim it. But you have to get out of your own way to do so. Well, that's all I have for today. I hope you have truly enjoyed the show. Have a blessed and wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And know that I love you with the love of God. I'm here for you, ready to help you make your business successful. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.